Hello everybody, and welcome to Two Nerds One Quest. I am your host and DMJC here with the two nerds. Um, yeah, we'll make you guys the nerds. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's accurate. Uh, yeah, it's just I'm a nerd as well. Uh, <laughs> the one you heard there that is Ryan, the Cooch Kukta, be playing Crixus today as he has in the past. And the gentleman bopping up and down in his chair, getting comfortable, is Norman. <laughs> Tom Norman, otherwise known as Aaron. Gentlemen. Um, do a little recap of where we left off last time, actually. What was last time? Last time was a lot of just conversation in the bar. Uh, figuring out where to go next, how to acquire horses, what the... Zentarum we're up to if we you guys were looking for other information based on your warning from the kid with the letter. Yeah, so and... <clears throat> last week because we kind of need to give a little bit more of an in-depth mm. because no yeah, podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you want to do that? You want to be more in-depth than I am? Sure. Cooch, you want to test Remember the stream more? to be sure we're still coming through? <laughs> While we're talking about issues from last week? Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, no All right. kidding, right? Um, so last week, we were in Everwinter. Neverwinter. Everwinter. Always winter. Neverwinter. And, uh, <laughs> and we were being followed. But then that was the week before. So last week, we ended up... At the mouth of the alley, I went down the alley while Crixus started balladeering everybody. And uh, Ellie just gave him looks. And I went down the alley, snuck down there, uh, kicked a hobo a couple times, bothered him for a while, didn't see anything. Went back to the mouth of the alley, pickpocketed a guy for 300 bronze, which was really disappointing. We went to the... We went to the... Uh, tavern motel hotel whatever holiday inn holiday inn yeah that's I was, trying, I was trying to think of that in my head and i couldn't do it while talking um so uh, we went driftwood driftwood inn? no that's an actual place here. no that's yeah that's in town it's it definitely was the driftwood tavern right let me find it i'll find it i'll find it you can um, um so there was that and we went in had drinks. I did my call sign, my Boomtown get em, Guild of Thieves. Yeah, yep. the Driftwood Tavern. Oh, that was right. That's hilarious. Uh, I ain't lie. Talked to another have... rogue. Excellent cheeseburgers there. I'll take your word for it. Um, talked to another rogue. He gave us not a lot of information, but that is now open to us. Uh, the Boomtown Get'em Guild of Thieves is in Neverwinter, and if we need their help, we can do that. Um, and then we went and got hammered, took a nap. Ellie put the bar in front of the door. Uh, I think... Went through your bag again to get it. Yeah, she went through my bag to get it. And then in the morning, I saw that, wasn't happy. We left. Now Ellie wants to talk to me about love and uncomfortable shit. Sum it up. You're, it summed it up. You um, key point. You 
arrange to get horses through the um, through the contact at the Driftwood Tavern, which is someone that um, Crixus knew, and she's sending you to the Acquisitions Incorporated branch in Neverwinter because uh, Omendron owes her a favor. So you're getting horses from Acquisitions Incorporated, um, and you're currently on the way there. And Ellie started the uncomfortable conversation and planted one on you right at the end of the episode. And I said, just think about how you want to react all week. So Norm, Ellie looks at you and in the midst of being flustered on how to describe how she feels about you, she kisses you. Uh, 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 um, what was that for? nothing um that didn't there's nothing for you there uh i i like you as a friend i think you're a great traveling companion um i guess i didn't really i don't think about you that way i didn't realize that was a a, a feeling I'm, I'm sorry then. That was. I've been trying to show you that or tell you that for a while. Um, I just needed to have this conversation to be sure. Because. I'm, I, as much as I enjoy traveling with you and keeping you alive, um, I feel like I may be limiting myself a bit. I'm not going anywhere yet, but I think there's more I can do in this world, and I what? Well, uh, that's a that's a discussion for another time, though. Well, so, uh, we're on the road, and we're discussing it now. Yeah. What? How? How long? How how long have I liked you? Yeah. Long have I had feelings for you? Yeah, yeah, all of that. Probably since the ranch. Oh, it's been a little while, but I've realized it. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say about that. I. It's okay. It's okay. You've said you've said what I needed to hear as far as the situation. And she kind of throws a half smile at you. Don't worry about me, okay? I'm going to look over back my shoulder at Crixus and kind of like see if he heard any of this kind of like I don't know what is going on. It would have sounded a lot Crixus. like that Norm turning away from his microphone that <laughs> you picked up. Yeah. Crixus gives you a nod of understanding and then I'll step up into the conversation to kind of relieve some of the tension and I'll say you know we could do without additional distraction 
and it would be great to have someone here in town that we could lean on for support. Maybe that would be uh maybe that would be a good idea. Like we'll see. We'll see we'll see how this goes. I don't necessarily want to be tied to a town. I have things I feel I need to do. But it's it's not happening now. I'm not going anywhere yet. I wanna see this dragon mound. Mound? Arrow. Hill. Mountain? If this, if this is an actual dragon, I want to see this. <laughs> she, she is a, this giddy, childlike excitement anytime she talks about this quest. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Sure. That sounds all good. Let's, let's go take care of this dragon and make sure that uh, his reign of terror is over. Absolutely. So you continue walking through Neverwinter. Um, conversation falls back into normal stuff you talk about. Stuff you enjoy. Fun. Who needs a drink? Um, yeah, right. Aaron's looking for a flask on his body that he doesn't have. <laughs> you eventually arrive at the Acquisitions Incorporated building that logo's on over, hanging on a sign over the door. Would you like to do? You're standing outside on the street. I will. Um, I'll breach the conversation with whoever I can find at Acquisitions Incorporated. You go inside. Yes. Yes. You go inside, and it's it's a small little um, reception area with a desk, and there's a there's a shorter human behind the desk, and he looks up and says, "Say ah." Uh... How you doing there? Are you looking to hire Acquisitions Incorporated? All right. And I'll, oh, go ahead. I'll say uh, Amy at the bar should have some horses for us today. Oh, you're the one with the horses. Okay. Uh, give me a second. I will be right back. And he kind of hops off his stool and goes rolling in back. <clears throat> you're sitting up there for a boat. Five minutes or so, you look at the the counter. There's a little. It looks like one of those bells that you would hit, but there's no button on top of it. So you kind of wonder how that works. Is there, um, any, there is there anybody else in the building at all? Or is it just us three? It is. You guys, and then a. Uh, there's no one else that you can see. It, it uh, there's a door to your left. It looks like it leads back into the offices. Um, and just the desk that literally separates. You can't get behind the desk from the room unless you jump over it. It goes wall to wall, maybe 10 feet. And it's chest high or so. Is there anything around that is of worth? Uh, make an investigation check. Oh, I should probably pull up my D&D &D Beyond, huh? I don't know. I got a three. Whatever three plus my investigation is. 
There's not not enough. I'll I'll just tell you not enough. Your investigation is not that high at level four. Is that what we are? Four or five? I don't know. Um, not high enough at this point to find anything. What you do find, like you look and you know, you pop yourself over the counter and look at the other side of the counter. It is barren. There is a single business card. There's the bell-looking thing. There's a single sheet of paper with a single small pencil that looks like like it's been sharpened down to an unusable state. You ever see one of those kids in school that had the... It's like, how are you writing with that? That's um, And you kind of get the idea that for whatever reason, just looking at it, and now that you're paying attention to it, you're looking at the desk and then... The desk looks nice, but as you inspect it closer, it's actually a fairly shoddily put together desk. Like everything presents real well, but all it seems like there was very little money put into this building. <laughs> like all the so money. So it's kind of like uh it's kind of like a Halloween Express, is what I hear you saying. Exactly. Exactly. It presents well. It, it looks nice, but um Kind of chintzy. Um, the more, the closer you look at it, the more you realize eh, maybe this is kind of cheap. After about five minutes, um, the gentleman comes back through the door and says, "Okay, your horses—they're all set. They're back in the back in the alley there with the, with the, by the stable. So, um, uh, we we don't have anything. I don't I don't need to have you sign anything. So." Um, uh, I can lead you back to the stables if you like. Otherwise, um, if you're good, you can go back to the stables and the horses will be there for you and you can be on your way. Any questions? No, thanks, little guy. Uh, you stay here and we'll, we'll head on through ourselves. I, well, I need to stay here. I ran the desk. Perfect. Safe and then I'll, I'll start to walk through. Um, you guys. Um, oh, you're gonna walk through the door to the side. Is that what you're doing? Uh, uh, yep. Sorry, you go to check the door and the door's locked. Uh, so, so, sorry, sir. Um, if you can step outside and walk around the side of the building to the back, the stables will be out there. I'm not allowed to let strangers into the. Staff, yeah, we are. All right, it would have been cooler to go through there. I believe it. We have lots of cool stuff back there. Uh, there's a ma uh, mechanical beholder. There's uh, um, what else is back there? We have our training facilities, um, which has trampolines and swords and axes. And there's um, oh, there's, um, mm. sorry, there's 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 nothing back there. I'm not supposed to say anything. Well, perhaps a tour when we return. I could arrange that. Um, uh, it, there, there is a tour fee of uh, five silver. Um, but yes, yes, I, I can do that. And you could see, you could see the stuff I described. I'm not supposed to say that out front here. <laughs> I understand paying customers first. Strict, right? strict orders. Directly from Woman Dwan. You guys head around the building to the back, and the horses are in the alley by the stable. 
there's actually a fairly nice stable back there with quite a few horses in it. There are three actually really nice riding horses for you guys. There's a a brown dappled horse that's white and brown. There is a white one that's got one black um, hoof in the back. Like, it's fully white, but like from the joint down, it's black on the right leg in the back. And then there is a pure black horse. Black mane and everything that is. Ellie walks over right, right away to the white one and kind of starts petting it. And, um, you actually have some fun with this. I'm going to make an animal handling check for her. Um, I'm going to pick the one that doesn't buck me off. That's, mm-hmm. that's going to depend on your animal handling check. Yeah, we already, we already know how that works out. As you approach the horses. Um, how do I, get to I mean, that? I would gravitate towards the black one. Okay, so you approach the black one. Yeah. Go ahead and give me your animal handling checks. 17. 17. Ellie's with her horse just rubbing its snout. And it's... I too got 17. Excellent. You guys all approach the horses. These horses are either they're phenomenally trained or you're just well-rested and doing well and understand these horses. It's almost meant like they were meant for you. Almost like Acquisitions Incorporated is good at acquiring the appropriate things for its customers. Or the I'm special with animals. Do so you guys hop up on the horses and you hit the road? Um, it's going to be the... Um, gonna, oh, what did I say? I don't have my map here, but... It's going to be about a day, day and a half to get there. You're going to take one long rest in the night. Uh, the first day of travel is starts out decently enough. Uh, some clouds roll in about midday, though, and it starts to rain. And there is a cold wind picks up off the Sword Coast, blowing in off the water. And it ends up being pretty miserable the second half of the day. Traveling. You rest for the night. Um, a common rest stop on the road. Um, and... Uh, you guys gonna take watches for the night? Yeah, um, I'll I'll take first or second, to, you know, whatever anybody else doesn't want. I'll take. I'll Ellie take looks, second. Ellie looks at Crixus and says, "Would you, Would you like to? Okay, I'll take second. Aaron, why don't you take first? You guys wake me up in the the early early morning. I like the morning, anyways. Watching the sunrise." She gets her stuff Such ready. Such a romantic. She is. She's she's a young lady that is a romantic and be very uh, lighthearted. And Ernan is just crushing her soul. You leave me out of this. That's not my fault. You're a lady killer. What, what can I say? That's... Get it. He's a lady yeah, killer. Get it, get it. Um, he's a thief. He steals hearts. Oh, 
The Thief of Hearts. I was going to put a show title in before, but I'm not logged into um, Twitch on that. I was going to put uh, Friend Zoned as the show title. Oh, okay. I'll put it in there for you. You can put Thief of Hearts in there, too. Um, so go ahead and give me a perception check, uh, Aaron, on if you're taking the first watch. Make sure I actually pick up the 20-sided as opposed to the 12-sided. Uh, what was it? Perception? Perception. Yeah. 11. 11. Now the first watch goes by. Uh, here. The rain eventually stops. It becomes like a couple of little... You know, you get that light last end of the rain. A couple of drops here or there type. Um, crickets start coming out and you hear that all. And you get that natural sound of nature, the orchestra of wildlife around you, but nothing out of the ordinary. Um, you wake Crixus up. Uh, Crixus is all but stopped raining. Um, and you hear all this that I just described as you start your watch. Go ahead and make your perception check. 17. 17. You see um, a something something in the distance. Um, maybe it's a horse? You think? It's not coming near, but it's it, like it's just staying out of range. It's like it's observing you. Maybe. Can I cheat? Actually, I'm going to get up on Licorice, which is my horse. Okay, excellent. And cheat a little bit closer. Um, is there any cover nearby, or are we pretty open? You're pretty open. This is a flat plain area between the Neverwinter Wood and the coast. All right, well, they're going to see me anyway, so then I'll cheat a little bit closer to see if I can identify, I don't know what, type of individual might be as you get closer around by us as you get closer what you initially thought was a horse um, you can tell it has the body of a horse um, but where its head should be is the torso of what looks to be a human okay um, I am going to reverse course as soon as I can identify the centaur-like properties of, of this uh, <laughs> creature man. And, and it, uh, does, it doesn't approach. It doesn't run. Um, it just kind of sits there. And it looks like he sees you and he's looking at you. And he just kind of... Um, and just... Almost almost doing a perimeter around where you guys are camped. He doesn't come any noted. closer ever. But I'll head back into camp and just kind of raise my level of alert... Um, but not wake anybody else up. And nothing nothing is out of the ordinary for the rest of your watch. Um, you go to wake Ellie up. She gets up sleepily, and um, you explain the centaur to her. Okay. Um, she kind of nods and it, like is woken up. Like You know how you wake up and you're kind of groggy, and then you say that, and she's like, oh, 
oh, okay, there's something yeah. that I need to keep an eye out for. So. And before I go then to sleep myself, I just say, like, be quick to alert us if you hear or see anything. I, I will be. I will be. You. Exactly right. Um, so... Hernan <laughs> snores like Donald Duck. There's a show title for you. <laughs> um, so Ellie has her watch and she wakes you guys up in the morning uh, shortly after the sun has come up. And she um, she relays the information to you, Aranon, about the centaur in the night and he talking to Crixus as well to both of you and he she says it didn't come any closer. It almost looked like he was standing guard for us. I don't know what that's about. Should we approach him? I mean if he hasn't he must know we're here. Well he surely knows we're here. He saw me. I mean we had the fire going. Yeah. So I Sounds say like actually went closer to him and we can take a vote on it. All in favor, raise your hand. Go talk to the guy. If we can find him, I haven't seen him since dawn. Well, we can keep our eyes open. I mean, I I caution true. that if if he was a scout with hostile intent, they would be upon us. If he had no hostile intent, then leave him be. You're not curious? You don't... I'm curious. I want to talk to the dude. Well, you've used one of your nine lives already, so... I've used, like, six of my nine lives already. I suppose, really, it has been. You know how to heal, right, Crixus? I know you're a cleric, but... <laughs> yeah. Because if I do leave, he's going to need help. You got it. Oh, come on, man. Am I lying? No, but at least pretend I'm tough. You're sneaky. That's your... Sneaky. You're good with your I, I obviously, you know, I haven't been in the party long, but I, I understand the curiosity killed the cat type scenario going on here. Mm -hmm. A couple of times even. So am I being outvoted? Sure. Oh, no. no, I mean... No, I think talk. Ellie... Yeah, I think Ellie uh, agreed with you. So, if we if we see him, we can go talk to him. Surely. All right. Um. So you set out from your camp. You pack up the camp, and you set out. And about hour, hour and a half into your morning, um, you see him coming down the trail the other direction, on the high road, and um. He approaches you. He stops about 30 feet from you. I'm going to raise my hand up and say hi. Hello. Where are you guys headed? Uh, it looks like the normal place to travel the high road. No, nah, we're just, uh, we're just out. Just kind of making our way. Making our way downtown. Hey, they're barred then. 
No. No, that's this guy. And I kind of put my head over in Crixus's <laughs> direction. Oh, you give oh. me too much credit. You sing like an angel. Crixus would blush, but he's blue. So. Ends up being kind so of your cheeks turn purple? Slight yeah, exactly. Slight, slight purple hue. <laughs> um, Ellie looks at him and says, oh, we're, we're, we're headed south uh, to a particular landmark here, nearby. Kind of looks and says, um, anything overly particular? Ellie kind of looks to you guys as, um, uh, do, do, do we, yeah, um, Crixus is going to try to make eye contact, um, with Aranon. All right. I am going, since I'm looking at him, all right, where are you standing in re in relation to me, Crixus? You guys are all sitting on horses, like oh, well, three yeah, abreast. Like on the three abreast. Okay. Yeah. And Ellie's kind of in between the two of you. I am going to say what hmm. and what is your business? I'm going to try to change the subject and ask him the same questions. My business. Um, my business is to protect the land. To protect the area. To protect its travelers. And I'm going to look over to my left to Ellie and Crixus. I see Crixus looking at me. So Crixus is giving him a look like we don't need to share where we're headed. Yep. But we do need to let him know that, you know, we're going to try to proceed safely through his land. Um, and that in a look. You're, you're trying to convey that in a look. Okay, so I need you to make a... Um... Well, let's go with a persuasion check, and then um, ooh performance. Or yeah, performance. It would be performance. A performance check for um, Crixus, and then I need an insight check from Aranon. I mean, I so guess it, it could be an athletics check if you're doing weird things. <laughs> My performance is excellent on this look. Okay, so what do you got? Twenty-two. 22. Right. Okay, so Aradon, do you pick up on what Crixus <laughs> is trying to tell you with a look? And that was insight? Yes. Or, okay, 17. 17? Yeah, yeah. Actually, well done. <laughs> you guys are able to, amazingly, for the short amount of time you've traveled together, there seems to be a connection where a simple eyebrow raise and a turn of the mouth uh, conveys a lot of information. So I'm going to look back at the guy and say uh we mean you know we're gonna pass by as carefully as we can we don't mean any harm to anybody um we're just we're just passing through um we'll stop for the night if we have to but you know we're gonna try and you know stick to the path and and make our way through okay um should you happen to see any um couple of things. There are, you may see will-o'-the-wisps will further down the road. Don't follow them. They're known to be troublemakers. Relatively harmless. 
but are known to be troublemakers. Excellent. Also, if you have any information about any half-orc spellcasters in the area, I'm, I've been monitoring them, and they have created a lot of trouble. They have a base roughly 40 miles away, um, and have been a thorn in my side for many a 10-day at this point. So, have they attacked anybody yet, or are they just kind of in the area? Orcs? They've attacked several people. They've taken over establishments. They've driven people out of their homes. I know um, that Falcon had a run-in with them yesterday. Um, Falcon, Falcon's Lodge Falcon? Correct, yes. Okay. They were attacked by several orcs and a giant boar at the lodge itself. Interesting. Okay. That's are we surprised that? Yeah, you're, are we you're surprised kind of, the centaur knows Falcon? Um, no, it would make sense. Um, someone like Falcon, who is a huntsman and a, a, a hunter and a guy that lives off the land and makes his living in the Neverwinter Wood, um, it would make sense that a centaur like this that is patrolling the land and monitoring it would know someone like that. Um, kind of like, uh, I can't think of a real world reference or a pop culture reference to give it away. Oh, just give it a real world reference, like the actual real world. <laughs> well, like, I, I, know, I know, I know you guys. It's like that. It, well, no, it's not like I know you guys because we hang out frequently. It's more like I know the bartender it's not someone that i see all the time mm -hmm. but it's like hey i know your name and we talk about the world or what like what there's washington street like night. there's the samoan bartender at anduzi's here in appleton and i swear to god i've seen him before it happens that he used to bartend at a different bar that i would go to when i was bowling and i had seen him you know, just around Appleton a few times. Sometimes yeah, you just keep bartender. seeing the same people. It's like that bartender that you go that serves you, and then you have you bump into him in public, and it's like, hey, I know you. <laughs> you talk about whatever, and then you go, oh yeah, well, you're the bartender from there. So it's kind of like that. He's like, hey, he's the ranger. I, I know his name's Falcon, and he has a lodge, but I don't go hang out at his lodge. We just see each other when we're patrolling. So noted. Excellent. So, um, are there rules to traveling through your land? Like, am I, if I, if we get attacked, we will be defending ourselves against these orcs and whatever else we come across. Absolutely. If you are attacked, feel free to defend yourself. Should you die, you die. Should they die, they die. That is the way of nature. Survival of the fittest, if you will. Oh, we are the fittest. Kind of blinks at you. Just no facial expression. <laughs> I mean, Crixus giggles at the hubris. It's almost like the centaur has no emotional state to his face. He's very stone-faced and very just... 
I'm going to whisper to Ellie, I think somebody stole his funny bone. <laughs> she chuckles. At her and breath. on that note. <laughs> before we get ourselves into trouble. <laughs> he asks, do you need anything else? No, I think we're good. Guys, uh, what do you think? Any, orcs? You have any questions for him? I, I mean, we. I'd like to know where that orc encampment is, and John, if you could put that in perspective of where we're headed. Um, make is it on the way? Uh, is it the opposite direction? I am going to actually have you make a intelligence check for Crixus. See if you actually remember this. Because you haven't been carrying the map and you only looked at it once. It is low. <laughs> it is low. So yeah, you do you do not remember. Um, Ellie kind of nods to the um, to the centaur and kind of looks at you guys and says, it, it, "Is he talking about the orcs we fought at the manse?" Kind of sounds like it, but we killed them all. Yeah, but we had that map from the one. You have it, right? Yeah. I took it from your bag. Yeah. But you put it back in your bag. You still have that map, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, let me check. <laughs> you, you start looking through your bag and yeah, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's there. Can, can I see it? I'm going to hand Ellie the bag, or the map. <clears throat> the bag, wow. She's, she might misread it. I mean, she goes through your bag. bag at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, Take my was. bag. But, but honestly, the act of her handing the bag to him would have been a conflicting message to her. Because he friends owned her. But if he suddenly trusts her with the entire bag, she might have misread that. I would have rolled yeah. to see that. She takes the map and she unrolls it and she says, but this the and shows the in proximity to where you are, where this dragon mound is that you see on the map, and where the manse was, and where the the three lightning bolt symbol symbol of um, uh, Talos that you guys were possibly going to go check out. Um, and she kind of looks to you guys and said, should, "We should tell him. It's, this is." And, she, and looking at you guys, blank stare at her. She kind of looks up at him and says, "We fought several orcs the other day at a um, at a uh, old mansion that was overgrown with um, weeds and um, the, the the ivy and the and the yellow flowers that were um, <laughs> poisonous. So uh, that's actually where we found Crixus. Um, and." He nods and he goes, the, the manse, I'm familiar, near Falcon's Lodge, yes. She said, "We one of them had this map, and she kind of holds the map up to him. And to, and he comes closer and says, we were, we were here, but we saw this, and this symbol was on the floor inside the mansion. And he said, ah, yes, that, that's the Circle of Storms. That's their, um, not the Circle of Storms. Circle of Thunder. My apologies, DM misspoke. Um, that is their 
home. That is their base. That is where they reside from. They are anchorets of Talos, the storm god. Um, deal in lightning. It's very dangerous. Um, <laughs> that sparks memories from Aranon. <laughs> Being struck by lightning out of one of their hands a couple of times. Lightning hurts. Um, yes, so I, I, know, I know the way when you are finished with your business. If you come find me, um, actually here and he reaches in a saddle piece pouch and he hands you a small uh, just a little stick he said if you if you wish to call to me just come to the general area and break this stick when you break it stay where you're at I will find you I can lead you there when you are done with your business that's the point I was trying to make who did he give that to? He handed, he held it out. Oh, okay. Any, if either one of you reach for it, it'll go to you. Otherwise, Ellie will take it. I'll reach out and grab it. And okay. Put it in my bag. Uh, uh, th thank you. Thank you very much, Ellie says. Yeah, um, thank you. Do you, you have a name, Good Centaur? Uh, my name is, my name is Zanth. That's X A N T H. Like I said, if you need to find me again, come back to the area and break that stick. Stay put. I will find you. Chances are I'll find you before you break the stick, but should I be elsewhere? <laughs> so, is that like one of those break glass in case of emergency things? <laughs> Kind of, yeah, no, maybe. Hmm. Or more of an alert and uh, signaling beacon. A flare. I mean, you can make an arcana check as you're looking at it to try and figure out how it works if you want. I don't care that much, as long as it works. As he's hmm. telling you, and you, he seems trustworthy. Yeah, so. so far so good. He hasn't tried to kill us or eat us yet, so we'll, we'll take that with a, for what it's worth. Um, right. So you continue on. Uh, he bids you a good day and continues to patrol the road. Um, about another two hours and you come to the spot that you believe you should head off to the east based on what you have on the map. And it doesn't take more than an hour going inland off the trail that you come to a 30-foot hill that kind of rises above the flat land. Um, and it's it's so flat on top that it, it can't be natural. This is not a naturally occurring mountain. Um, it's got um, a row of like 10-foot tall um, bone-white rocks that kind of slope up and they're all kind of angled back as you're looking at this. They're all kind of angled back and spread um, about 10 feet apart each one of them run, at least kind of run that by excited. me again I need a what does it look like it's the, it's like a it's a 30 foot slope up the top of it is so flat that it does not look natural okay but along the hill there are these large 
10-foot-tall, bone-white rocks that kind of angle backward a little bit. Space 10 feet apart, there's uh, seven of them at front to back. You're looking at the side of the hill. Hmm. I'm going to look at Crixus and Ellie and say, have you guys ever seen anything like this before? And Ellie's no. like, no, this is, wow, something else. She's riding closer to it. She hasn't really slowed down. <laughs> you can tell she's excited. It doesn't take an insight check. Uh, hold on, Ellie. Why don't you stop for a second? Let's, I'm going to take okay. a look around and see if I notice anything out of the ordinary, like anybody peeking around rocks or dragons flying overhead or anything. Uh, make an investigation check. Actively looking for fifteen. Um, you don't see anything in the immediate area. You don't notice anyone behind <clears throat> any of the rocks or any hills. It doesn't seem like anyone's even watching you. It seems like you, the three of you, are utterly alone. The three of you and the three horses are probably the only living things for quite a way. Is there a path up? that we can see or would we have to no um it's just it's tall grass it's like knee high grass on the hillside it's kind of blowing in the wind uh, like it's a gray cloudy day you can kind of just see the grass kind of as the wind blows it kind of waves like wheat in a field and the horses will be able to make it up i like guess not like like yeah. they have to climb okay yeah the horses would be able to go up it I'll I'll have you make an animal handling check to get them to go up it though. They may not want to. Well, shit. if you want to take horses up, it's going to require an animal handling check. All right, I'm. There are, there are a couple trees nearby that you could tie them up as well. Uh. Go through the bags, on their the saddle bags on them. They actually do have stakes and rope for tying them up okay. as well. Um, how would you guys feel about tying up the horses and just taking a peek over the top to see what's up there? Ellie's sure. not. She's got a big grin on her face. <laughs> she's excited about this. She's looked forward to this for probably about a week now. All right. Let's, I'm going to go tie up my horse to a tree off to the side. Then Ellie follows you and ties her horse in the same area. <laughs> I'm going to start walking up the hill. Okay. You guys get up the hill with no issue. Um, from the top of it, you're able to look down and Ellie gets up near one of the stones and she kind of, she's looking at it and um, she she looks to you and she says, Aaron, I think this is it. Look at it. And you see her, she's standing in the middle, like the hill kind of stretches out to the north and both to the east and west further than it does to the south. She's looking around at it, and if you have that map that I sent you earlier, you can pop that up. Um, she said it looks like a dragon. Oh, and that's hilarious. See, yeah, and you can see her looking out at it. It's, it's, it's a dragon. We're standing on a dragon. She's just like really kind of. It was it's real? 
Can you believe it? <laughs> that means the sword exists. No, it doesn't mean the sword exists. It means the mound exists. Okay, yeah, you're right. But how do we get in? Start digging. <laughs> the mound and the legend are intertwined. Does anybody have any other information on the map or anything? Uh, no, I don't know. We talked to some people that said that the legends were were true. Um, she starts looking around for a door or something or anything. She's like, if if this is truly, there's supposed to be like like tunnels below this thing. And she goes down the other side of the mountain and she's looking around. So um, should we split up and see if we can... I think we should probably split up and see if we can find find an entrance to this bad boy, huh? Ellie's down the other side of the hill and looks up to you and goes, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <Still looking. laughs> Crick says, I'm going to head down the it's spine like, and see if I can see anything by any of these boulders. Any of these rocks. Kid in shop right now. I'll, head, I'll head in a third direction. Uh, make a... Um, I need a insight check. Oh wait, no, I don't need an insight check. It's not an insight check. Sorry, that is my bad. I need a perception check from all of too. us. All of you, yeah. You're all looking around this stuff. Insight ah, sixteen. Twenty. Twenty. Two of you, let's see how Ellie does here quickly. She's down the hill, so actually she won't um, find it. Yeah, not, not with a roll either. She doesn't find anything. But the two of you come to it at about the same time. That third rock from the bottom, from the south, that third rock up, uh -huh. you guys notice that there is space underneath it like it's resting on opposing sides of something there's an opening below it how big is the opening like big enough for a person to fit or like do we have to try and push the rock um you guys are you guys wouldn't fit through the opening that you see but you think if you can move the rock you would be able to get in the opening like it's much larger than like the rocks covering it all right i'm gonna call for ellie and tell her we found and opening. She comes running up the hill like instantly. She's like, yes, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm not going to fit in there, though. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. We need to push the rock. And uh, we need to at least attempt to try and push the rock, see if we can open it up a little bit more. Okay. Um, I need a strength athletics check. And you can assist each other or... One of you can roll. Both of you can roll, or one of you can assist the other. Um, my strength is minus one, so I'll. I'm plus two. I'll assist. He'll assist, okay. Assist Crixus. Crixus goes to. Advantage? Advantage on a strength athletics check. Push the rock over. Mm. 13. 13. You push and push on it, and it. Eight. it doesn't seem to go anywhere. Ellie, you uh, want to give us a hand? 
she's she's looking at it and let me see if she would actually uh, she might actually come up with this nope she she didn't come up with it um oh she she looks at it and she says there may be can you pull it you have to be uh, careful you don't want it to fall on you but I'm gonna look for handles or any type of place to grab so I can pull or I could just walk around to the other side and push from the other side. Try that too. Yeah, I'm going to go and try side. to push from the other side. Okay. Twelve. Both? Yeah, you put you push and push on it, it doesn't move and uh Ellie gets a little frustrated. She's like, here, um let's <clears throat> try and pull it. And she digs around in her package. Trix says, tie this to it, and she hands you a rope, as high as you can. Um, you seem to be the tallest of us, so maybe even if you can get on, or Aranon can get on your shoulders, or my shoulders. You're the you're the lightest one here, right, Aranon? I mean, I have my armor on, so that's going to make me pretty heavy, and Crixus has chainmail on, right? It's chainmail, right? Yes. Okay. Indeed. Uh, you, you're lithe and small and Agile. Why don't you climb up on one of our shoulders and then tie this as high as you can on the rock and then we'll pull on it together. Try to tip it over? Yeah. You know, we could bring a horse up here and attach it to the horse and have the horse pull. That is an even better idea. Um, Good idea. <laughs> um, why don't you climb up on my shoulders and, and tie the rope. Uh, Crixus, you want to go get your horse? Yep. You have I the biggest know. horse. Um, all right. So she kind of braces herself for you to climb up on her shoulders. and Scoots you up there. I need a dexterity check for tying this rope appropriately. Actually, sleight of hand if you have it, you can use. It might be larger or better number. I um, say. Sleight of hand. Oops. Or it may be the same. Yeah, sleight of hand it would put me at 23. 23? Okay, yep. You can tie a good, strong knot on there. Dexterity would have put me at 19, so I would have been probably fine either way. Slight of hand is good. Um, so you tie the rope off up top, and Crixus, you bring the horse over, you hook the horse up to the rope, and uh, make an animal handling check. Crixus. 15. That's enough. You you have good rapport with this horse, even from the beginning. You did good licorice. <laughs> good licorice. Yeah, exactly. Licorice the horse ends up just leaning into the rope, and this rock ooh, just tumbles, and it's there's a hollow sound to it when it falls. <laughs> the camera shake, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> fantastic and revealing a like two foot by two foot opening that ends up um heading down in a spiral staircase into the ground should we rock paper scissors you goes first um ellie's probably already headed down there yeah she's halfway down the hole oh no damn it ellie i sorry did you want to go first no but maybe wait for people so you don't get eaten by a dragon so i i am going to go tie 
licorice back up. And I will okay. meet them down there. Um, She gets down there, like, just around the, like, the first loop of the spiral staircase and then comes back up instantly. She's like, it's dark down here. I'll go I first. See. I have... Can't see. I have my elven vision. Yep, your dark vision. Um, I won't be able to see. I need a... And she starts digging through her pack. I need a torch. She pulls a torch out. Takes her tinderbox and starts striking it. It's her torch lit. I'm good. Um, I'm still going to go first. Rixus, do you see in the dark? don't know much about your kind. I'm sorry. I... Um, I think you do. I do have dark vision of 60 feet. Oh, well, that's good. I'm the only one that needs this then. Maybe okay. maybe Ellie goes in the middle. That way you can cover our back, Crixus. Sure. Yep. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, so you start heading down the spiral staircase. You get down and spirals around two, three times. You assume you're probably 20 to 30 feet into the ground at this point when it levels out. Um, Are there any uh, torch spots on the stairs going down like where you could light like kind of light light our way as we go down? Um, not really. No. You don't see anything like that. It's almost like it's either people that were um, could see in the dark set this up or whoever set it up didn't have much concern about seeing down here. All right. As as we go through this area, as we go through these caves or whatever it is, I'm going to keep an eye out for places to light. Okay. Um, you get down there and you get get to the base of the spiral staircase and you come out and as you come out in front of you about 5-10 feet down the, the this first hall that you see um, and that's the one heading east from that staircase hall three little lights appear kind of floating in the air and circling around and one of them comes straight towards you and one of them zooms off actually they all three of them come straight towards you and then they split off two go one direction and one goes the other direction down the side halls and it came from the north way or it came from the south way it came from the east oh it came from the east so you the, where that spiral staircase comes out into the tan map area oh i see yeah, i see so they were down that hallway to the east. They came towards you and they split to the go to the north and to the south from where you were. One went to the north and two went to the south. Uh, Crixus and Ellie. Ellie says, what was that? Do you guys want to follow the two lights north? And I'll follow the one south, or do you guys want to stick together? I prefer sticking together, she says. I think I think we should choose a path and proceed together. All right, well, let's... I say we follow the two lights then, because two is 
more than one. <laughs> Math. Math. Do you go north then? Yeah, uh, I'm going to start walking north. I'm not really going to wait for their answer. <laughs> okay, so you start walking north. Ellie follows you with just agreeing with the consensus, stick together. Uh, you get to the north part of that circle and look down the hall, and you see one of the lights floating there down the hall. Just kind of... It l almost looks like it's wanting us to follow. Is it beckoning us forth? It mm. may very well be. Uh, make an insight check. It. Yeah, that's exactly what it wants. It wants you to follow it. All right, I'm going to start walking down the hallway. Um, make a nature check. Either one of you or both of you. Eight. Crixus? It's not good. Not good. Three. It's, per it's a pretty light, and it's asking you to follow it, and you guys are following it. Um, yeah. Let me, um, let me do this once. So, Hang on, hold, hold can I say thing. out loud... Oh, Ellie saved your bacon. Um, she she stops at one point and says, "Aeronaut, Aeronaut, Aeronaut." Yeah, What's, yeah. Is this a wisp? Is is this is this what? She had a seventeen on her roll. So. Ah, I've I've never seen a wisp, so I. Danth was talking about. If we're gonna go this way, we sh we should at least be cautious. And he said not to follow the wisp yeah that they're trouble okay so they came from the east two went north and one went south let's go west we, we could do that um because if we're not supposed to follow them and they came from one direction and they went in other directions to me that says we need to go west that makes sense to me <clears throat> okay I'm, I'm sure, yeah. I'm all for adventure, but if I'm being warned by a half-dude, half-horse, I'm probably going to listen to him. Yeah, and he seemed real badass. Yeah, so. yeah. So you guys head back, and um, which tunnel do you take? There are two that head to the... Granted, they come together, but you don't know that. Yeah. There are two that head to the east. There. Um... Or do you head to the west? That is actually the question. Because you saw two go north and one go south. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we're going. We're going west. Okay. So you're going west. I'm DMs dealing with trying to separate my the the character's knowledge with the DM's knowledge. <laughs> oh. <coughs> so. Um, so we'll just. Because are we gonna are we gonna see both tunnels? I suppose I probably would because I would see an opening and then another opening. They're 15 feet apart, so you can see the two tunnels. Um, so there's two openings, guys, which I, I just take the first one, I guess. No, I'll say left is always right, so take the one on the left. All right, so we'll take the south one. 
<laughs> even gives you kind of a. Uh, whatever one we take, yeah, okay. All right, sure. I'm good. Let's get. Um. So you you look down the sec the first tunnel that you see, and you see that it turns to its left at the end of it. Um, you get to the second tunnel, and you see a light just kind of floating in the hall down at the end of that tunnel. God damn it! All right, so there goes that idea. So there's two north, one south, one west. Do we go where they came from? I mean, at this point, if there's... I, at this point, if we go east and there's some there, then it doesn't matter where we end up. But if there's none in the east, maybe they're trying to lead us away from something? Maybe. Or maybe they're just... He said they were tricksters. So... I don't know. If we go, maybe follow them, but be cautious. I think we, we have to create our own path and, and don't trust the light. Yeah. So, east? Pay <laughs> for a cleric. Stands up straighter. <laughs> don't follow the light. That's a first. <laughs> So, so east. East. Yeah. So we're gonna go around the circle until we hit the east. Okay. Um so you keep continue around the circle. When you get to the path that branches off to the south, you see a light as you look down that hall. Kind of floating out there. I give it the finger. Just sits there floating. <laughs> beckoning. You work your way around, you find the entrance where you came in, and then you find the tunnels that lead off to the east. Um, taking the first tunnel, you see that it turns to the left and connects to another tunnel that you're safe to assume that this is the other tunnel that you're referring yeah. to. That connect like you see on the map. So we're proceed just going to head down. Yep. Proceed cautiously, you come to... Un Another tunnel that turns off to your right. Um, you follow that into what opens up to be a long room that has two sealed sarcophagi kind of recessed into the wall. They're sitting there, they're about chest high or so, sitting on like a four foot pedestal of stone dug into the wall. The top above it is dug open, so you can see the entire top of the sarcophagus sitting there. Um, yeah. There's two of them, one on each end of this longer hallway that's 10 feet by 30 feet long. I am going to go and inspect the one that is that would be to my left as I walked in the cave, or to that the room. One. So that would be the one on our right, looking at the map. Yeah, the one furthest to the east. Yeah, I'm gonna go and inspect that one. Hey, look around to it. Uh, look around it. It looks like a sarcophagus. Uh, make an investigation check. Twenty. Um. 
You believe you could open it? You believe it's trapped? Um, and you could possibly disarm the trap. Mm. If you'd like to make an attempt at it. So what, what would that be? Making an attempt to disarm it, you might actually set it off. Yep. Okay. That would be a sleight of hand check. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. I'm plus eight sleight of hand. Yeah. Here goes nothing. You guys uh, might want to stand back a little bit. <laughs> Ellie was down to the other end of the room. Sure. <laughs> you might want to crouch behind your shield, Ellie. <laughs> seen do this before. This could go badly. You ready to heal him? I heard that. She says to me. <laughs> she wasn't trying to be overly quiet about it. <laughs> Fifteen. Just, oh. <laughs> You, you start trying to disarm this trap and you think you hear a click and you think you might have sprung it at first. I'm gonna, you release, the, you I'm, release the tension on the tool that you're using to disable this uh-huh. and it happens and you think it's actually disabled. 14 was the difficulty. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad I'm plus eight. <laughs> you needed every bit of it. Yeah, I did. Uh, I think it's safe. Somebody want to come and help me lift the lid off of this bad boy? Yeah. Uh, fix this will run out. Okay. okay, Ellie stays back where she is. Because <laughs> Aaron said, I think it's safe. Which, for hesitation, if he had said it's safe, she probably would have gone and helped. But he said, I think it's safe. So she's hesitant. Anyway, Crixus runs down there. You guys are able to actually push the lid off the sarcophagus and back into the back and it and collapses with a thud and there's a little bit of a shake. Um looking in it there is a skeleton. And you're you're kinda of poking at it and looking at it and stuff and you realize very quickly there's nothing natural about what you're looking at. This was Someone made this. Someone made this to, um... Like, made the skeleton? Yeah. Like, it's it's fake. Like, this sarcophagus is completely fake. Um, like, someone went through the process, and you actually take one of the bones, and you snap it, and you see it's, like, plaster. Can we remove the skeleton carefully? And see if there's a false bottom. I'm gonna tell Kukta that it looks like it came from Spencer's gifts. Hey, the monkey Halloween bananas! Express. What's going on, monkey bananas? No titles. Well, we talked about you at the beginning of our episode. <laughs> um, the you can take the um. What I'll have you do is I'll have you make an investigation check. I'll look to see if there's a false bottom. Kind of remove the. A fake skeleton out of the... I shouldn't quote that. It's a fake skeleton out of the sarcophagus. You said investigation? I, yeah. I I barely see the skeleton. <laughs> I got a 12. 12? Uh, yeah, there, it is solid rock. 
It is... It seems like this was set up to be a distraction. Or maybe a trap. Well, there was definitely a trap there. Pull away. All right. Um... Ellie comes over and says, Oh, awful lot of work for nothing. Uh, well, we still have another one to look at, so don't be too disappointed there, lady. I'm going to go over to the other one and look for traps. Yep. Um, you don't even have to roll because you knew where the trap was in the last one, and this one is in the same spot. It's almost, the sarcophagus is nearly identical to the other one. All right, go stand ahead. back, guys. Ellie's still standing over by the other skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Oh. 27. That one you have no doubt about. At 27, you realize, oh, yeah, this one's disabled. I got this. All right, Crixus, you want to help me lift the lid off of this one? Yep. Yep, I'll help to ease the lid back. Lid falls off the back and almost identical interior. Like, you'd swear they were cast from the same mold. Hmm. They must have had a two-for-one. Same type of, like, paper mache. Yeah, it was two. It was a two-for-one clearance at Spencer's. <laughs> so it's probably, like, November 1st? Yeah, yeah, November 1st. It was a November 1st sale at Spencer's Gifts. Um, Why would someone go to this much trouble? What What is the trap? What would the trap do? Aranon, do you have any idea what the trap would have been had? Uh, is that something I would know? Uh, you'd have to investigate the trap. I will investigate the trap. Okay. That one at... 13. Okay, good. <laughs> um... You believe it is some sort of corrosion-based powder or something. Hmm. The, the, there's a little chamber with powder in it, and as you stick in like your eaves tool, and it starts eating away at it. So whatever ceramic or whatever it was that, not ceramic, um... Porcelain? Lined, yeah, it's lined with something that it the dust isn't eating away at it. Um... Anthrax eating away at the thieves tool almost instantly when you touched it you, you quickly cover it and you go yeah that would have been bad for you guys anthrax the band or anthrax the uh chemical um, yep <laughs> anthrax yep they they personally went and set the trap <laughs> you look under the underside of it and it says i'm the man underneath yep <laughs> uh what would you like to do? You found two traps. Uh, so we should... Is there anything else in the room other than these two nope. sarcophagus things? No, you look around, it's pretty... It's just the sarcophagi. Hmm. Alright, so um, it looks actually like... What's an investigation? Make an investigation. I am sorry. I apologize. There is something. 17. Or 7, I mean. A 7. Um, let's 
Please can walk around the room a little bit too. Um, if you wanted to as I have well. A 20. You have a 20. Uh, you will definitely find it. <laughs> um, there, there's a small opening on the far end. Um, it's probably your dark vision that led you to it. Ellie didn't notice it. But on the uh, west end of this room, there is a narrow, like a two foot narrow, like four foot high tunnel. Seems like. Leads back into a kind of. Yeah, it's it's strange. Feels like really it, uncomfortable. It, yeah, it would be close. It would be tight to get through there. But it seems to maintain its shape throughout it all. So, really, if anybody wanted to go through, it would have to be Ellie without her armor because she's smaller, right? Or, yeah. but I, but I, I, I could probably fit. I think, I, I mean, you would fit, it would be uncomfortable. Crixus would fit without his armor. He'd be uncomfortable, though. It would be tight. Like, if there's any claustrophobia there, it's going to trigger. All sure. right. Um, what do you guys think? I'm, I think I'm going to crawl through. Would you be comfortable letting us know what's on the other side? Uh, yeah. If I start screaming, probably try to find a way to f get me. <laughs> I'll spare the dying. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to crawl through then. Okay. Um, so you start making your way into this tunnel, and it's narrow and it's tight, and you're walking along slowly. You're, you can't even put one foot in front of the other. You've turned to your side, and you're kind of left foot, right foot, sidestepping, shuffling. You hear a click. And there's a rumble of rocks and stuff as the pressure plate you stepped on triggered a rock slide and all the walls caved in and buried you. And we'll pick up there next week. Well, that sucks. <laughs> you didn't say you were looking for traps or anything. So. Fair. It was trapped. <sighs> Yikes. Oh. You're under rocks. Yikes. Help. I will. I will send Buried you. alive. I, I will send you the um the well. Let's see. Okay, you're blinded and you're restrained, currently. And I'll send you the suffocation rules, um, this week, so you can read over them, so you understand what's going to be going on with you. Oh, fantastic! Until you can get out of there. I cannot wait for that text. <laughs> <laughs> Buried alive is an. I think that's an Avenged Sevenfold song, so you might want to listen to that one a lot between now and then. Yeah. Watch The Serpent in the Rainbow. An old, old Bill Pullman. I've seen that. Yeah, where that movie freaks me out. Yeah, that movie is... I watched that when I was like 17. Uh-huh. That just sent my mind in all kinds of bad places. Yeah, I, I think I watched that in middle school. Yeah. It's like, what? What have I... Even... Good lord, what am I watching? Yeah. But I couldn't turn it off. I'm like, this is enthralling. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so that'll right. do it. Week uh, two nerds, one quest. Um, you can catch us on all the usual channels. Um, you want to guide us around that tour? You have it all memorized. Yeah, I am. Here, there, you have it all written down. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't have it written down. 
So you do have it memorized. That's impressive. Oh, show titles. Hell yeah, we yep. need show titles. So uh, I am Tom M. Norman, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M-A-N on Twitter is JC Wildfire. No, JC Wildfire 1265 on Twitter. See, I, I have it kind of memorized. And he is Crazy Cooch, C-R-A-Z-Y-K-O-O-C-H on Twitter. And we are Two Nerds, One Quest on Twitter. Uh, follow us live every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Twitch.tv slash T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M. That would be us, me. And I think that's all we have right now. I voted for snoring like Donald Duck. I just... (laughs) It's a real-world reference. It was an improv moment. I kind of like that title. Nice. I am going to close out the show, and whoever's left in chat can vote on show titles, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Thanks, guys, for showing up. We will see you next week.